This country cured diseases no one thought curable, split an atom, and liberated and rebuilt a continent. This country sacrificed so other people oceans away would have life and be free. There is seemingly nothing we cannot do except keep children alive while simply attending elementary school. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Mr. Trey Gowdy on News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. I mean, if, I, I agree that there's stuff we, we we need to do, and we can talk about that coming up in a minute here. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. This is the last thing I'm going to say about Tom Cruise. A freaking third one. They're going to make a third Top Gun, a third one. Well, no, they're not. They're, they're talking about it. There's a possibility that they could make a third one. Could somebody tell his little Scientologist ass not to make any more movies? Just take a Tom, take a break. <laughs> I know you made, a, you made a kajillion freaking dollars this weekend off your stupid Top Gun sequel. Just settle down, man. All right. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five. Are you, are you set, telling him to settle down because you're, you're tired of him, or are you I, you're I, concerned I'm, about his safety? I'm tired about. No, I'm not concerned about his safety. I, I'm I'm tired of him <laughs> proving to everyone what a tough guy he is. Mm-hmm. He's a Scientologist. Well, right. the third one would just be all volleyball. It'd just all be volleyball. Just one long right. volleyball game. Yep. <laughs> Shirtless volleyball on the beach. Top Gun three. The net. Spiking the net. <laughs> you know, just Tom, settle down, man. Okay, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. We do, do we need to harden the schools? Yes. Uh, my wife found uh, my wife does most of my prep for me, and because <laughs> she's constantly online scanning and reading stuff. And what are you doing when all this is happening? Nothing. Yeah. And so um, <laughs> I do a lot of nothing. Having a condition. Yeah, he's having a condition. Drive down to the Seven Eleven and back. Right. You know, I drive you know, the block down the street to the mailbox. That's what he drive does. to the mailbox to get the mail. Yeah. And she found, a, and I told you, I think I talked about this on Friday that she found this program that the company provides for schools. It's like four hundred thousand dollars. And they fit your school with all kinds of cool stuff, like you know, camera angles. So that there's not one part of the school where you don't see what's going on. Uh, I told you they have these things called hot zones where, let's say, and all the doors automatically lock and, and there's electronics in each classroom where a teacher can, you know, lock the doors and, and, and say we're in trouble or what have you. They have these weird, these cool jets throughout the school that when a shooter is walking through the school, it basically shoots hot smoke from the ceiling. Completely, you know, it disorients them. They have no idea where they are. And so everywhere they walk, these things go off. $400,000 for a school to have this program or the system fit, you know, put into their school. My wife's point was we just gave $40 billion to Ukraine. How many schools could we fit with this $400,000 program that would basically make it impossible for a a mass shooting to occur? How many schools could we fit with this stuff for $40 billion? It's a fair question. Uh, (laughs) We're almost talking about Tom Cruise. 
210 Ron! Ron! Yes, it is. And good to hear from you, Sean. Always good to be heard. Thank you, sir. We got your back. You're welcome. Never going to let you go again. Thank God you, sir. You're welcome. Just two quickies here. Uh, well, Tom Cruise, you know, he's he's going to get his reward. I, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but, um, you know, the Church of, what is it? What is it? Scientologist, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I don't think that falls into the realm of, of salvation. And, and that pity the guy, because when he, when he breathes last, he'll, he'll take his reward all right, and it'll be for eternity. And as far as Uvalde is concerned, it is just so sad he used the, the, uh, the 223 or the, the AR-15 style, and it's too bad anything was used at all on those poor children who are now in the presence of our father. Uh, but they cannot. Um, hopefully we'll still have our people stand up for us. Um, it's we, You know, the, the people that have those cars, they run into the crowds of cars, uh, crowds of people intentionally. It's almost the, the same difference as saying, let's get rid of a car because you got right. one madman that drove into a crowd of, of innocent people, and you've got just too many people using cars and using weapons in the right perspective to... Uh, uh, these 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 well, decisions are made out of groupthink and they, it's right. lynch, lynch, lynching mentality. And that's just what I wanted to leave you with, Sean, because I know you think that. I think that there's a thousand, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of us in San Antonio, millions in the country that can see this this phenomenon. Let, let, let's get somebody. Let's do something. And even if it means let's, let's, let's pick on the innocent. And uh, well, this old boy that did that nasty thing in Uvalde, Uvalde he's he's got his reward too. Believe yeah. me. And I, I agree. He's been, but Sean, God bless you. Thanks for hearing us all out and for. Uh, Thank you, man. I appreciate the call, Ron. Thank you so much. But God bless you, brother. Yeah. Um, well, this is something that's always left out of the conversation because Biden yesterday. We're going to talk about this. You know, he wants to ban nine millimeters. Because he said he went to a vet hospital once, and a doctor showed him pictures of what a nine millimeter bullet does to a, or round does to a lung. He's rambling this crap. Yes, said, Doc told me no, no joke, folks, no joke. Doc told me that a twenty two, twenty two gets in the lung. He could probably get it out of there, but not, not with a a nine millimeter. It blows the lung out. The idea being that uh, you know they want to try to get rid of nine millimeters now, which and Trey says this, and I absolutely believe him. he knows a lot more about guns than I do. That that's the most popular, uh, one of the most popular kinds of guns uh, that most people own in this country. And what gets left out of this conversation? First off, the, the, it's the, Biden has a bad interpretation of the Second Amendment. Actually, I don't know if he has a bad interpretation or if it's on purpose. I tend to think it's on purpose. That, and you hear a lot of Democrats put this crap out there, right? That the Second Amendment really is about hunting and it's about personal security, yeah. But, you know, that part about the government not being able, you know, being able to give pushback in case the government goes rogue over your rights. They conveniently already always leave that out. That's why they make the argument about, you know, uh, uh, why would a person need that kind of gun? It's none of your damn business what kind of gun I need or want. The problem with mass shooters 
is not the weapon of choice. Okay, this guy had nothing on his record. He legally purchased his weapons. I had a guy call me up on Friday saying, well, we, the gun owner should have known something because he was buying so much ammo and he was buying these, these ARs and the gun uh, shop owner, whoever he bought the gun, should have known something, right? So, so we're asking gun shop owners to now be psychologists and determine which person who was legally purchasing a weapon and passes a background check is going to do something horrible with it and which ones aren't. And that same gun shop owner, again, wherever he purchased his weapon, probably sold a bunch of ARs that day. People are buying up the ammo. I know this for a fact because we had a shortage of ammo for a long time, and people are sopping up the ammo. So it's not going to, in other words, it wouldn't stand out. Okay, this 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 kid buying these weapons wouldn't have, honestly, I'm telling you, in my opinion, There'd be no reason for a gun shop owner to assume that he was going to do something bad with it because he's selling ARs and crap loads of ammo every day. We've got to figure out the psychology of this. In my opinion, Abbott's right. It's a mental health issue. Evil, yes, but you've got to be nuts to even think of doing something like that. Uh, but maybe you disagree. Maybe you think it's the guns and we should just get rid of the guns. And the other part of it that we leave out is that millions of Americans own weapons, millions of Americans own ARs, and they never commit a crime with those weapons, ever. Millions. 210-599-5555. What time is it? I guess i got a minute here. Let's go to um, Paul. How you doing? Oh, fine. What are you thinking, man? I'm thinking, uh, you know, as defenseless children teachers are being murdered, all the Democratic uh, crime syndicate can think of is how to make innocent Americans more defenseless so that these mass murderers have no obstacle to murder more of us. What kind of sickos do we have in dc they need to be out of here they are not they are not a real democratic party they're they're a crime gang uh they're not legitimate i'd like to see personally the the democratic party uh 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 ended uh much like the nazi regime you can't you can't you can't run on the on the nazi thing in germany anymore right they're going down that that road. Everybody sees it. Why are they even allowed to participate in politics? They are organized well, crime. They, they, you know, they, a lot of people, I've spoken with folks, and I appreciate the call, man, who, who are former Democrats, and they'll kind of use the old line, you know, I didn't leave the Democratic Party, it left me. I mean, they've gone to such extremities. I mean, I mean, when, when you start saying gender is a, is a construct, you're out there on the rim, man. You're way out there. And a lot of it, they don't really have an argument for most of the stuff that they put out there, including their, their ideas on guns. And, you know, Abbott said this as well last week. And, and anytime you start talking about we need comprehensive gun laws, we need more gun laws. Well, in cities where you have more gun laws, how come there's more gun violence? You can't get away from that. You can't act like that's not true. But many of them do. 
We're going to take a break. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. This is Sherry Preston from ABC News. Congratulations to KTSA on 100 years of service to San Antonio and South Texas. And we're back. New Stock 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. 23 minutes after 9. I hope you had a swell Memorial Day weekend and kept our uh, our military folks who pay the ultimate price in your minds as you hung out with friends in the family unit. You know, I had a, we had a cool uh, weekend. We we did some crawfish on uh, on Saturday. Actually, we did twenty pounds of twenty pounds of crawfish and two pounds of shrimps. Man, between five people, it was great. And I uh, went swimming yesterday. Uh, well, uh, Sunday I went swimming. And I haven't been swimming in a long. I love to swim. If there's any physical activity. That, that I, that old Uncle Sean really enjoys. It's swimming. I just haven't done it in a long time. And, uh, this is the first time that I went swimming since all that medical stuff happened. And, uh, it felt really good. I felt like hell yesterday, but, because <laughs> I was using muscles I ain't used in a long time. And, uh, and I'm going to mention this because I think it's interesting and maybe it's, you know, maybe it'll mean something to somebody, but like I, you know, I got a bunch of scars on my belly, and I got I got a, uh, a, a, a kind of a bulge with some fluid collecting, and I'm actually having that looked at. Nothing to worry about, but I'm having that looked at. Uh, hopefully, in a few days, uh, with a with a CT scan, just to make sure you know it's normal and nothing to worry about and stuff. But I've been, frankly, I've been really self conscious about, you know, just the, <laughs> the the way I look. You know, I've been really self conscious about it, and this was the first time where I was like, you know what, I don't care. I'm taking the shirt off, man. I was gonna, I was gonna go swimming with my shirt on, and just decided, nah, this is what I look like, <laughs> you know. So I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, be proud of your scars, you know, because we all got scars, whether they're physical scars or scars you can't see. I think you know what I mean by that. But uh, be proud of your scars. It means you lived a lot. You're living life, man. You're living life. So yeah, I, I was buoyant yesterday. I went swimming. Had my had my boobs out, Chris. You took your naval station out to sea. I, t- I did. <laughs> I put my new naval on display for all to see. And uh, so that was cool. Uh, I did. You know, this was weird, and I got to bring up a Hallmark movie because my my wife watches a lot of Hallmark movies, and when I'm hanging out with her, I watch. I I, I just watch whatever she wants to watch. If she wants to watch Hallmark, her back's kind of messed up right now, so she couldn't really do a lot of mo- moving around. So the old lady wanted to watch Hallmark movies. That's what we did. We watched Hallmark movies, and I saw one. I think it was Saturday night, and I still don't know what to make of this. George Lopez was in the movie, like in a quick supporting role. And the guy, the lead singer from Train, was in this movie. I can't, I don't even know the dude's name. Remember Drops of Jupiter and all that stuff. I'm like, and I'm sitting there with my wife. I'm like, is that? That's not. Is that the guy from Train? She's like, yes. He, he's he's how, how old is that guy now? He's because he's got the really cheesy dyed hair. You know what I mean? Oh, Patrick Monahan. Patrick Monahan. But there she is in the atmosphere. You know, that, that's I think that he's younger song. than you. How old is he? 
think he Let's look be, it up. He might be 52. Patrick 53. Monahan, right? Mon- Mona. M-O-N-A-H-O-U-S-E, mouse. Um, Patrick Train. Let's just do it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how old is that guy? Let's take a look here. Because now I'm curious. He's 53. He's a 53-year-old dude. I'm 54. I'll be 55. But he's got the dyed hair, so he's trying to play like a younger dude. I'm like, dude, what happened to you, man? You're in a freaking... Dude, you're in a freaking Hallmark movie, man. George Lopez, well, his career sucks. Nobody likes him. He's a jerk. So I can kind of see that, you know what I mean? But what is the guy from Train doing in a Hallmark movie? I found that disturbing. Well, he's when's in the training. Last... He's, he's in training. training. When's the last time you heard a new Train song? Well, you got me there. Dude needs to work. <laughs> I just thought it was weird, man. It was just, And he actually does a little singing at one point during the movie. Of course he does. But I was just like, is that that's the guy from Train, man? What the hell's he doing in a Hallmark movie? I wonder if because because they are very popular right now, the whole Hallmark movie thing is really taken right. off. A lot of people, yeah. especially since COVID, you know, I think the Hallmark movie just really kind of filled a void. You know, people want to watch happy, stupid crap that's not too deep and not too you know. Don't have to think about it too much. Every every single damn one of them has a happy ending. Right. So it's, it's it become very, very popular. And I wonder if some of these actors who really haven't done anything in a while, they go, they do a Hallmark movie just to kind of, I don't know, get back into it. I don't know. Well, you right. said happy, stupid crap that's not too deep, and that's George Lopez to a T. Well, that's yeah. true. You got me there. Right. You should do all the Hallmark movies. But I used to really like Train, man. It just kind of made me sad. <laughs> <laughs> Like, dude, what are you doing, man? One of these days you'll tune in and it'll be the guys from Blink-182 or something. Well, I don't like care that. about them. They're Green Day. They des- Nickelback deserves <laughs> to be in a Hallmark it'll movie. Be, it's a guy, it'll be the guy but from Green Nickelback. Day. Nickelback, yeah. Go go do a freaking Hallmark movie and stop making your crappy music. But, but no, seeing Billy Joe Armstrong in a Hallmark movie, how depressing would that be? That might be pretty good. That would be depressing. He's He's Billy Joe, man. You'd be like, wake me up when the movie ends. <laughs> wake me up when this crappy movie ends. <laughs> it's an American it's... Idiot Christmas tonight on the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> so give me Nova Kane so I don't remember watching the movie. All right, uh, 210-599-5555. Dookie in Connecticut. Dookie in Connecticut. <laughs> Tonight, Dookie in Connecticut. <laughs> Billy Joe's trying to start a punk band in a quaint, mostly Caucasian little town in Colorado. But all they want to hear is country music. <laughs> then he meets a songwriter right, who also owns a local cookie shop. Played by George Lopez. Played by George Lopez. <laughs> How you doing, man? Do you want the cookie? <laughs> Tonight, when September ends. All right. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550. Uh, KTSN. And we're back. New Stock 550 KTSA FM 1071. 
How's everybody doing? Um, God, we just saw something on TV that I, I hadn't heard about this. Somebody, some some idiot tried to deface the Mona Lisa with a piece of cake. And it's for climate, it's to protest climate change. Uh, fortunately, the Mona Lisa is protected by bulletproof glass, so the cake didn't actually get on them. What the hell did Da Vinci do to you, man? What the hell did Da Vinci do about climate change? Da Vinci. How did he contribute to freaking climate change? Were the oils in his paints, you know, bad for the environment or something? Perhaps that was it. What an a-hole. I mean, it's like one of the most beautiful... Right. It's an amazing works of work of art. art. It is. It's one of the most beautiful works of art ever created. And this goob puts on a wig, walks in there with a piece of Pepperidge Farms cake, <laughs> trying to throw it at the painting. As well, I'm they, not sure if it was Pepperidge Farms cake, but it'd be as, funny if it was. Right, <laughs> Intamin. They have a display at the end of the aisle. <laughs> it's an end. In the Louvre, right. Yeah. The snack aisle at the Louvre. Right. As they led him away, the man told the crowd in French, think about the earth there. Oh, oh. There are people destroying the earth. Think that's the worst French accent I've ever done in my life. Think about all artists. Think about the earth. This is why I did this. Think about the planet. Oh, shut up. You big baguette eating weirdo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Think about the earth while I deface this work of art. With a Mona Slicer. With a Mona Slicer. Like, what the hell? Smearing the Mona Lisa with cake? How the hell is that supposed to make anybody think about climate change? If he hadn't said anything, we'd just think the guy's an a-hole. I mean, I think right. he's an a-hole. Sure. <laughs> how, is that, how is that a statement about climate change, man? Because here's what I, when I read the story this morning, um, I, I didn't really think of climate change. I thought... You know, I'd really like to have a piece of cake. I'd like some Pepperidge Farms cake myself, too. (laughs) I wonder if it was red velvet. That would look good color-wise. Well, maybe more of a mocha cake might, you know, match at least the colors in the painting. The mocha Lisa? Um, The mocha Lisa. (laughs) What a jackass. I want you all to think about climate change. I just hope someone in the audience said you didn't do anything. Right. right. You didn't do anything, man. You dirtied the frame. You dirtied the frame. It's covered in glass. And now all the chemicals they have to use to clean up your mess are killing the earth. Impacting climates. And there you go. You fool. Idiot. Fool. Next time, just eat your cake. Just eat your damn cake, fool. You French fool. Anyway. <laughs> go eat some snails, man. Imagine his, you know, his expression after he realized it was covered in... Glass. Glass. Oh, did not plan oh. this one too well, huh? Chocolate blue should have done my homework. <laughs> I must escargot. <laughs> I must escargot before the police come. Blue saw. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it would appear that someone has spread that caca across the Mona Lisa. Caca? Caca. You know, caca. Chocolat caca. <laughs> I am Inspector Clouseau. And then the guy's just twitching. <laughs> Clouseau. What was it? What was this? Those movies are so great. Dreyfus. Clouseau. Dreyfus. 
That's how Biden is with Trump. Trump. <laughs> Someone has spread the caca across the Mona Lisa with a frosting. The caca frosting. There is a bimb on the aplan. And the dog bites. Does your dog bite? <laughs> I thought you said your dog didn't bite. It's not my dog. What great flicks. Steve Martin, you know, I hate him. I I used to love Steve Martin until so he tried to remake the Pink Panther. <laughs> then I hated him. Speaking of caca. Speaking of caca. Steve Martin. Steve Martin. He has not so. I can't believe I've been doing this for ten minutes now. Wee oui, wee. Oui. I have to go. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Two and zero five. Not, so yeah, some French jerk uh, tried to deface the Mona Lisa with cake. Did they do everything with pastries? You know what I mean. I'm not suggesting deface fine art, but of course it's cake. It's a French guy, you know. French guy's not going to pull out a can of spray paint. He's going to pull out a freaking pastry. Why don't you use brie? Why don't you spread some freaking brie on the Mona Lisa? I spread this brie upon the Mona Lisa to bring awareness of our climate change. <laughs> it is very expensive brie. <laughs> Jerk. All right. <laughs> oh. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five. I'm going to throw this blue cheese at the Mona Lisa. I was going to try to deface the Picasso, but nobody would tell. Nobody would know. <laughs> I was going to splatter a Jackson Pollock, but nobody would realize what I had done. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I painted Da Vinci. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty. Uh, KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. We've got a couple of folks who've been on hold for a long time. Let's go to uh, Carlos. Carlos, how are you? Uh, fine. You know, I'm upset like everybody else still about the Uvalde. Yeah. tragedy or whatever you want to call it. But I'm pissed off now at the media for three reasons. One, why haven't they stuck a microphone or a camera in front of that officer's face who made the decision or had the authority to not have the officers, you know, butt right. down that door, kick down that door, whatever. Not one interview. Why not? Is there somebody banging on his door saying, why'd you do that? And why hadn't they been fired? Second question, the guy who sold the weapons, I know he had the legal right to do it, but come on, man. Somebody walks in there, looks like a weirdo, 18 years old, buying all these weapons. I know all he cared about. He bought two, though. He bought two over two days. Okay, but why didn't he cross this month? This guy looks kind of weird. Maybe I ought to call the police and say, check Because you can't call the cops on people because they look weird. And my point with that guy, no, I'm not defending the killer, but, you know, the guy probably sells all kinds of ARs on a daily basis. And he probably sells a lot of ammunition. What's that? How many 18-year-olds walk in there looking like he looks? All you, you can't, I mean, because you're asking the shop owner to be a psychologist now, and because the guy looks weird, don't sell him any why guns. Think, why did he pull his table from the NRA convention? It was bothering him, man. Maybe What's that? that? 
I, he pulled his, he had a table or a booth or whatever at the NRA convention. That he pulled it, okay, because he was feeling guilty. You don't think? I'm sure that, he does. Okay, but why didn't he feel that guilt when this guy walked in there? Because on, what, man, what, what? There's probably all kinds of people who look weird or whatever that buy ARs and buy lots of ammo. I've been telling you, people are buying ammo, a lot of ammo, because there was a real shortage of ammo a couple of years ago. So it's okay, not right necessarily it's not necessarily going to stand out that somebody's buying a lot of ammo or they're buying a couple of ARs. I disagree with you. A guy looks like a weirdo, you know, in my opinion. Well, people could say I look like a weirdo, you know, and frankly, I do look like a weirdo. So if I go in to buy a gun, should they say, hey, this guy looks like a weirdo? We disagree. My third comment is, you know, they've been asking over and over, where did he get the money? Why not ask the grandfather, the mother, where the hell did he get the money? All right. Well, I, I said this last week, and if he spent most of his time online, and I know a couple of kids who are gamers, okay, who have jobs, even working out of Wendy's, he's probably not spending a lot of money. He probably didn't have any bills. Uh, I, I don't know where he got the truck, but it, it is entirely possible he could have squirreled away that much money over a couple of years or maybe a year. If you're talking about it, roughly around 3000 bucks. I, you know, I and many other people find it strange that an 18-year-old loser would come up with that kind of money. Be responsible for this. I'm going to save all this money. Anyway, hey, we, 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 now my last comment is this. You know, they're blaming the Republicans for not passing the law to get rid of the woman. Hey, they got the White House. They got the Congress. They got the Senate. He writes right. executive orders all the time. Why not y'all pass the law? I don't know. That's a, that's a fair question. I, I, I got to run, man. I'm just out of time, and we'll address a few more of these things when we get back. Plus... What's going on up there in Canada? Aren't you glad you don't live in Canada? With that lady's blouse running everything. Talk about a gun ban. What do you hear what they're, what they're doing in Canada? Eh? It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. We're introducing legislation to implement a national freeze on handgun ownership. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, well, there you go. News Talk 550 KTSA, that was uh, Justin Trudeau, Canadian Prime Minister. Prime Minister of Canada. Canada is so boring, they, they drink beer for breakfast. They drink Molson just to get through the day, just to get through the fact that they live in freaking Canada. Eh? So Justin Trudeau being a ladies' blouse, uh, you just heard the announcement there. They're implementing a national freeze on handgun ownership throughout the entire country. Quote, what this means is that it will no longer be possible to buy, sell, transfer, uh, transfer or import handguns anywhere in Canada. Now, check this out. We recognize that the vast majority of gun owners use them safely and in accordance with the law, but other than using firearms for sports shooting and hunting, there is no reason anyone in Canada should need guns in their everyday lives. Wow, man. That, I mean, that's, and look, there are people in our own government that want to do the same damn thing here. Uh, and also, we were talking a few minutes ago before uh, the break about, you know, where'd this guy get the money to, to buy these weapons? 
And uh, I guess the truck he crashed was his grandmother's truck. So he did, he himself did not even have a car. So if you're wondering how he came up with the money, if he's online most of the time, he spends most of his free time online, he's not, you know, and he really doesn't have any bills to pay as far as we know. Well, yeah, he could come up with 3000 bucks, you know, working at the Wendy's after a little while. My, my son's a, a gamer. He plays a lot of video games. He spends very. He has a job. He spends very little money. So you know it is possible. Um, here's Steve. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Hey, um, yeah. So that kid. All these kind of facts are kind of uh, crazy right now. But but one thing I just wanted to make clear. But uh, a lot of this will come clear in the next few weeks to not jump to conclusions. I know that's a terrible thing. He bought that uh, rifle online and the the company that he bought it from will face scrutiny just because of, you know, they're kind of a flashy thing, right? You buy online, they marketed to gamers and they also had a financing type thing. So, you know, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to hear a lot about it and they're going to go after them. And so he may have. Well, I mean, they, but, but you still, in order to purchase a weapon, you still got to go through a background check, even if you're buying one online. That's just paper, right? You know, the last caller. Well, no, they they, 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 they have to do a background check. Whoever's selling you the gun yeah. has to do a background check. I agree. Check. I agree. You know, and he passed that. That's right. in paper. But a sketchy little kid bouncing off the walls never happened, right? You know? oh, and, oh, I see what you're saying. In other words, he's not there in front of the gun owner or the gun seller, he's doing it online. Yeah, so, right. you know, no. it's black and white. And, hey, hey, by the way, in the Louvre, the Mona Lisa, you know, the guy came in dressed as a, a granny in a wheelchair. So he never walked in. <laughs> God, what a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, thanks, Take for, care. thanks for the call. What a jerk. Uh, 210-599-5555, uh, Who else? We got? Cloyd. Cloyd, how you doing? Hey, Sean. Sean, I wanted to ask you. They're talking about these new proposals for 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 gun reform, uh, and they're talking about background checks again. And uh, what is the red flag uh, laws? Red flag laws are where if somebody thinks you're nuts and you shouldn't have your guns, they can contact the authorities what? and they come and take your guns, basically. Oh, okay. My, I, I don't even know how they get to that. I mean, I worked in mental health services. There's no central database where you can determine whether somebody is nuts or not. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like it, it, a lot of people uh, that are walking around crazy, Sean, they have never been to like a, a psychiatrist or a mental health clinic. Uh, there's no uh, documentation. And even if they have, there's no central location where they can see if this person has had mental health services before. Uh, but my point. So is, what? So what you're suggesting is some kind of national registry where what people with mental health issues are are put on the registry? They're gonna. It's, it, it's, they're gonna it has to be something like that. How do you? How do you? Because you have all these uh, satellite clinics, but there's no. Uh, uh, one. Well, I know, but you you like, have like your driver's license. You can't just yeah, put somebody's but, number. But in your medical say, oh, information yeah. is it's illegal to share your medical information with anybody. 
Right. So if right. you're seeing exactly. a mental health professional, he can't put you on a registry. You couldn't. In other words, you, it would not be legal to have a registry. So that's what I'm saying. I don't know how how this red right. flag stuff is gonna work. I, but secondly, they're already doing background checks, so I don't know why they keep they bringing this back up. Talking about uh, now, uh, uh, in, uh, background. They they're already doing background yeah. checks. Oh yeah. Sean, my, uh, my thing is this, I, and I hate to say it. I hate to, it was awful what happened in Uvalde, and and a lot of people should not even be sleeping, be able to sleep at night because of it. I, I'm gonna be honest, Sean, until they. Uh, get those assault rifles, those those assault rifles off the streets. When they uh, until they ban those, this stuff is going to keep on happening. We're yeah, but, that, but an assault rifle doesn't act any different than any other rifle. There's no, no. such there's no such thing as an assault rifle. There, no, I mean, no, any no, rifle no. is an assault rifle. It's it's a misnomer. Well, it's a it's a kind of a, a term no, that's been no, given no, a lot no, more rifles weight. Rifles that kill quickly in a short amount of time you don't 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 any any you know what i'm saying i i i i don't because i've handled both kinds of weapons they're they're they don't shoot any different than any other kind of long barrel the the ar-15s the a whatever all this stuff man this is what i'm saying okay and and this is what i'm saying people that uh defend those uh weapons on the streets that are readily available to people. I don't know how they sleep at night. Because, Stephen Sutherland, or, because, right, uh, uh, in Sutherland Springs, he had an AR. That's how he ended that situation. Well, okay, how did this guy kill all, so many kids in such a short amount of he time? Had, he was That's barricaded in a room with them. But what I'm saying, Sean, it is those types of women. Even in Buffalo, New York, man, even in Buffalo, New York, there's a common denominator here in all these mass mass killings, and people don't want to acknowledge it. But what's they, the connecting you know, factor that they have? They all have guns. They ha- they all have those uh, AK-47s. Whatever. They don't they have are. AK-47s. They, they have they have they have weapons, they have uh, they have ARs and ARs because they look military. People think they operate differently than any other long barrel, and I'm telling you, they don't. The semi-automatic weapons. Every weapon, pretty much all weapons that people use are semi-automatic weapons. Sean, until they get the semi-automatic weapons. So people should only be allowed to have revolvers. They can bomb like candy. So people should only be allowed to have revolvers. Now listen to me. So people should only be allowed to have revolvers. Look, they shouldn't be able to have weapons that are used, like, in warfare. These are not like weapons that, that are used in warfare. These are not, dude, these are not weapons that are used in war. They're not yes, fully they automatic are, weapons. Sean. Yes, they are. No, they yes, are they not, are. dude. You go into a field you know? of battle with a, with a semi-automatic, you're going to die. Sean. They're well, fully auto. That's what they use in the military. Why do you need a semi-automatic weapon on the streets, then? I don't know why they use it. Well, why do you need them on the streets? Because there's a Second Amendment that says I can own whatever kind of gun I want to buy. Like I said, people that 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 protect this stuff, people that defend this stuff, I don't know how they sleep at night. I sleep very well at night, and I you're going to have another Uvalde. You probably will, but it's not going to be the gun's fault. There are millions of people who own the exact same guns he had. They never commit a crime with those weapons. Ever. John, this is this is the problem right here. This is the problem. What? And until people, 
that people want you. They buy these guns, man. These semi-automatic weapons, like they candy. And you got you you, you buy an AR the yeah. same way you buy a revolver, the same way you buy a twenty-two, the same way you buy any other gun. You have to go through the same process. They should be available, Sean. They should be Why? Available. If millions of people... Look at what they did. Millions of people own the exact... All right, you're, 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 you're breaking up on me, so I, I got to... Just because I, I can't understand what you're saying at this point. Millions of people own the exact same kinds of weapons he had. The problem is people trying to determine the needs of others. R- right. Exactly. Why would anybody need? Look, it used to be why would anybody need an AR, right? Now it's why would anybody need a nine millimeter? <laughs> it's the bill of needs. God. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. We'll take a break and then we'll come back and uh, and talk some more. We got full lines. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. Dave Ramsey here, celebrating 100 years of service. News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. All right, News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. Again, I'm not defending the psychopath who, who went into that school. All right, but but banning certain kinds of guns for everyone, for millions of Americans who own the same weapons and never commit a crime. Like we said, Stephen Williford had an AR, and he saved the day, saved a whole bunch of lives with his AR. You know, and, and if I hear one more report, and and I've heard it, I heard it, I've heard it on ABC, I've heard it on some other stations, that this kid had automatic. We- he did not have automatic weapons. Okay, automatic weapons are weapons of war. If if you are in the military. They are going to give you a fully auto- automatic weapon that is a machine gun, basically. It shoots like, you know, you know, that's a fully automatic gun. You and I cannot legally purchase fully automatic weapons. He could not purchase fully automatic weapons. And people look at an AR and they look at the weapons he had and they say, well, they look like military-grade weapons. But the fact is they're not. They don't... It, you, one bullet, one pull of the trigger, one bullet. They don't, they don't act any different than any other rifle. Pull the trigger, one bullet. All right? He was able to do what he did because he had all those kids trapped in a room. Not because of the kind of, and, and this idea that the guns, the people, if it's true that he, he bought it online, he's not face to face with any gun seller who'd be able to look at him and say, this guy's weird looking. Okay, does this mean that I know how to stop this? No. I don't know how to stop crazy. All right? There are crazy people. You could ban every gun in this country. You could could repeal the Second Amendment, make it illegal for anyone to own a gun. You know what? Crazy people are still going to get guns or they're going to get weapons of some kind to do crazy crap. This guy had red flags all around him, man. Nothing. Nothing. It, it, you're, you're blaming the gun uh, seller, but what about all the people that knew him and didn't call anybody? Well, then they have people who keep calling you know, for more restrictions saying it's common sense, ignoring all the common sense that went around <laughs> this guy. That's right. That's exactly. Exactly. 
So it, it was obviously going to become a gun debate. It is a gun debate. Um, but it's unfortunate because of the horrific nature of this crime. There's a lot of politicians who see an opportunity. And, and that's freaking sick, man. Uh, 210-599-5555. Rudy, Rudy, how you doing? Good morning, Sean. How are you? Pretty good, man. What are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking that uh, I just want to give you a little more information on buying a firearm online. Um, what what happens is when the firearm is purchased online, that person actually pays that vendor for the firearm. That firearm, they do not do a background check at that point. The firearm is shipped to a local federal firearms right. licensed dealer, right. and that person sees him face-to-face That's true. You're right. and does the background check at that point in time. Right. And so he does have to face someone face-to-face. Right. And, you know, one of your other callers made a comment, you know, that he killed so many people in such a short period of time. You know, you can do a lot of damage in an hour locked in a room. Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, it he's, doesn't have to be an they, AR. It, he's lo- be it, it wouldn't matter what. Be- you're right. It wouldn't matter what kind of weapon he had. They're locked in a room. They can't go anywhere. Uh, yes, sir. So, no, thanks for, I, I, you know, I, somebody had told me that years ago, because I've never purchased one online, that you, I, I just know you have to have a background check, but you're right. They send the gun to a local dealer, and that's where the background check takes place. Um, thanks for the call, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you, Sean. I'm glad you're doing better. Thank you, sir. Me too. I appreciate it. Uh, where are we? Let's go to uh, Charles. How you doing, Charles? Good morning. How are you doing, Sean? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. What are you thinking? I have I have a couple of comments. First of all, I, I do respect uh, Director McGraw. He's from the old school. So if he said something, you know, it, it's it's facts. He's not going to talk out of his butt. He had the Texas Rangers behind him. Right. And the FBI is looking into him. I never completed law enforcement school. I had to drop out because of something that happened in my family, and they, they needed me. But uh, the only thing I didn't take was traffic law. I'm going to tell you firsthand, the first document you sign, is the, and your family has to be aware uh, when you sign it, is that you are willing to give up your life in any situation, and you're, you're facing death. Right. I can't exact. I can't. I can't. I can't explain to you exactly what it said because it's been so a few years, but about ten years. But that's exactly the the dust of it. Right. You know, you you you're going to give your life. You sign off on that. That goes in their file. Then you're assigned a PIB number, and it goes to Austin. So basically, you know, somewhere down the line, something happened here. But anyway, to make a long story short, I wanted to let you know that this is a horrendous act. And I'm going to tell you firsthand that I know of locally, school district police are not allowed to carry large rifles. So if there is a situation in a school, they are unarmed. Some do it illegally. They take them firsthand, and they're threatened with uh, 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 retribution from the administration. Wow. But, you know, like, we're going to write you up, we're going to fire you or whatever. But they say, and especially this week, they say, well, the hell with it. I don't care. You know, right. you know, there's some districts that still have school for three more days. But I am going to also tell you, there's another district. And these are the large districts. I'm talking about Northeast and Northside. Northside has a policy like that. Northeast, they had to change the school uniforms or the police officer 
because they look too intimidating and they don't want to scare the children oh, or anybody else. And so that's why they call them police re, uh, resource officers. That is the most stupidest name that they could give. I, you know, I've never really understood. Officer. I agree with you. I've never really understood resource officer. I've never really understood the, the name. Uh, yeah. It never really made sense to me. You're a police officer. That's it. You know, that's what you're here. Right. You're here to protect these little lives. The other thing I'm going to tell you is, just like in Uvalde, and I'm not going to point fingers, but it, I, as I said, I respect uh, uh, Director McGraw's. If he said something, it's fact. Okay. Right, right. And I'm going to tell you something. There is a lot of incompetent school administrators, and there's a lot of cronies that they have that are in the higher echelon of the police departments here in San Antonio as far as school district police officers. And I'm just going to say this, that needs to change because the day the chiefs, they don't have reign. The administrators who are very liberal reign over them and they dictate to them what they want to do. I'm sorry for being so long. No, you're fine. I got to run, but uh, thank you for the call, man. And I'll, you know, I'll comment on some of that stuff when I get back to 210-599-5555. Again, you know, uh, the chief of DPS did say on Friday that uh, uh, there was a bad call as far as this being uh, considered a barricade situation where you don't go in uh, and an active shooter situation where you do go in. And, uh, again, we need to, you know, let them finish their investigation. They got the Texas Rangers involved, the FBI is involved. Now, apparently, the Department Department of Justice is involved. That doesn't exactly fill me with a lot of confidence, but... Uh, the DOJ uh, under uh, you know the schmuck that's running that right now, but um, we'll see what the uh, investigation ultimately uh, tells us. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. And we're back. News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. It's Sean. Hi. We're uh, we're taking your phone calls as we continue to discuss uh, various aspects of Uvalde. Right now, we're talking mainly about guns. Here's Sam. Sam, how you doing? How you doing, Jughead? Hey, I gotta agree with you about oh, what you call me. Time, you call me a jackass, Jughead. Oh, Jughead. I thought you said jackass. I'm like, well, how do you, you do? Know, you know, I you know I make references to you know a week or two right after you know. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> okay, Jughead. Okay, I guns do not kill people. People kill people. We had guns in our houses. Over 60 years, never killed anybody. Right. The front door, nobody, nobody ever entered because my dad said when I was in elementary and junior high, if anybody comes to the front door, you show them the shotgun, double barrel, 12-gauge shotgun. My dad said, count to five and you're still there. I got to shoot. By the count of two, they were in the street. But, like. Yes. Oh. You there? I'm there. Oh, there you go. <laughs> ah. You there? Yeah, I'm, there. I'm here. You there? Yeah, I'm here. Like in Sutherland Springs, the mental illness wasn't um, put on record. So guess what? He bought an AR, yeah. and he killed all those people. This kid made a threat four years ago that he was going to do it. No, that's, that tr- turned out not to be true. He, there was a couple oh, of middle God. school kids that uh, had made a threat for 2022, but uh, he wasn't one of those kids. Oh, he wasn't? Okay. No. And that was the other thing I was going to say was, if there's one thing that police departments learn from this, don't say anything. The right. media wants wants information right now, right now, right now, and they didn't have all the facts. Yeah, well, so and I that. agree. I got to go, man. But we got to let the investigation play out for reasons like that. 
where you know it was it was around for a couple of days that uh, he was one of these kids from four years ago, but he wasn't. Uh, as far as we know, the only interaction with police that he had was some domestic stuff with his mom uh, a couple of times. But th- there were other red flags about this guy. Uh, here's Steve. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing well, Sean. Had a great weekend. I hope you did as well. It's pretty Sound chill. Like yep, it. pretty chill. With regards to Uvalde, uh, I am extremely, first of all, the guns, both of the weapons that he bought, and all of the ammunition that he bought had absolutely nothing to do with what happened in Uvalde. They are both inanimate objects, incapable of anything on their own. I mean, they can't even get up and walk into the truck. It's just, it's just, it's foolishness to listen to anybody or anything that has any blame for the gun or the ammunition. I'm extremely disappointed in those politicians who call themselves conservative, who are not vigorously at every opportunity defending the Second Amendment and making the the truth and the facts and the science are all with the Second Amendment. None of them are with, you know, let's raise the age and let's ban this gun or ban this bullet. Also, you cannot, I don't watch a lot of TV, but I noticed it over this weekend and the last couple of, last week or couple, you cannot watch any television on any network that has commercial airtime and without every single commercial break including some sort of medication or drug or something. I mean, yep, that's true. Everybody needs to make a little experiment and do it for themselves and watch how many drugs are advertised at every single break commercial break there is. Well, and and, and, because I, when that went legal, it was sometime in the 90s, I think during the Clinton administration, they, you know, because there was restrictions on that sort of thing prior. Um, it seems to me that once people could start seeing prescription drug commercials, a lot of folks started self-diagnosing. And uh, and, and really, as far as, uh, especially with depre- things like depression, uh, which I've dealt with off and on my whole life, is that the whole idea of therapy kind of went away, and now it's just a pill. Just give them a pill, give them a pill, give them a pill. And, uh, Cut them and give them pills. Cut them and give them a pill. Exactly. I noticed on your station earlier there was an advertisement for an oral medication, approved oral medication for COVID-19. They don't tell you what it is, but it's an approved oral medication for COVID-19. That was also on the television this right. weekend, an oral medication for COVID-19. I'll bet anybody listening and any Democrat politician that those approved oral medications for COVID-19 are either uh, ivermectin, right. remdesivir, Regeneron, or any number of the uh, right. uh, uh, monoclonal antibiotics that we all have been talking about for two years that were going to kill everybody, but right. now suddenly they're available. I, I don't know specifically, but I'll, maybe I can find out, man. I appreciate the call, I'll Steve. Anybody a pancake breakfast? <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Pancakes. That sounds good. Now I want pancakes. I like pancakes. 210 599 
San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back, News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071, final few moments of the show. So whatever whatever's on your brain, give us a ring, 210-599-5555. Tom Cruise. Tom freaking Cruise. I just, I, you know, I, Don Morgan saw the movie, uh, the Maverick flick over the weekend and said it was really good. And Don Morgan didn't even like the first one. I didn't like the first one either. I thought it was insipid. <laughs> I I know I'm going off on time, but they're, they're, now they're talking about maybe making a third freaking Top Gun movie. And I said this earlier in the show, and I, I don't have anything personally against Tom Cruise other than he's really freaking short. And he's got he's got some kind of Napoleon thing going on, right, Chris? Because he's got to prove what a tough guy he is. You know, the Mission Impossible. How many of those damn things has he made? Like a hundred of them. He's been making those stinking Tom Mission Impossible movies for like twenty years, man. Twenty freaking years. And they got a new one coming out too. Uh, I don't know what's called Mission Impossible Three: Upset Stomach. I, I don't know. Mission Impossible 3, you know, massive incontinence. Because <laughs> he's, 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 he's a 60-year-old dude, man. I mean, I, I, don't, don't get me wrong. He looks great. He looks great for being a 60-year-old freaking dude. But, you know. Mission Impossible 4, extreme constipation. <laughs> you know what I mean? What the hell? You know, what's going to happen? So I, I, uh, I'm not gonna, uh, see the movie, but, uh, you know, Don Morgan said it and saw it was really good. And so, uh, you know, I just wish he'd settle down. That's all. I just wish he would settle down. I don't know why he's upset. He's obsessed. I'll tell you what. He's obsessed with making action flicks because he's short. He's a little guy. He's got a funny tooth. Have you seen the tooth thing, Chris? He's got a middle tooth. Middle tooth. Yeah. He's got a middle tooth. It's really freakish. And so because he has a middle tooth and he's really short, he's just been on this thing for the past 20 years making these stupid action movies. You just got to hang off a cliff or free climb a building. You jump out of a freaking helicopter. Now on Top Gun, he's flying freaking jet airplanes. And I just wish he'd settle down, that's all. I just wish he'd get... I wish he'd, he would just, you know, embrace his Scientology... <laughs> hey Tom, why don't you make a Scientology movie, man? But how freaking great Scientology is. And you know, so I, I it made a kajillion, bajillion, uh, uh, you know, dollars, the crap load of money this weekend. Everybody went to see it. Don Morgan said it actually was a pretty good movie. Kelly McGillis wasn't allowed to be in the new movie because she's old and fat, and I guess they didn't, you know. They, She's not young and pretty like Tom is. She's not as attractive as little Tom little Tom Cruise is. So they couldn't have Kelly McGillis return. You know, I actually saw now that I just I forgot about this. I actually saw her in a uh, Shakespearean play uh in DC years ago. I can't remember which uh which movie it was. 
or I'm sorry, which play it was, but uh, you know, uh, it was uh, it was it was she's really she's a fine actress. So Kelly, if you're out there, you know, don't worry about it, man. <laughs> the the only reason I would go see it is I'm 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 curious about the Val Kilmer scene, which is as Don described, only a couple of minutes long. Val Kilmer is one of my favorite actors. Uh, he's uh, he had throat cancer really bad. Now he's got a trach and he can barely talk. But according to Don, to Don Morgan, it was really kind of dignified the way they had him in the movie, and and uh, I guess they alluded to the idea that he had had throat cancer or something like that. But you know, Chris, that'll show up on YouTube <laughs> before too long. You know, must I suffer the entire stick and movie? When I just want to see the Val Kilmer scene, that'll pop up on YouTube at some point. Uh, so there. Again, we have a couple minutes left. You want to give us a ring? 210-599-5555. As, as I told you at the beginning of the show, I'm not spending a whole lot of time speculating on who did what and who should have done what. Uh, we, we had some information from the chief of DPS on, on Friday that uh, apparently, according to him, there was a bad call between calling this an active shooter situation uh, and a barricaded situation. But let's let the investigation play out, and then we'll kind of know more, you know, about what uh, what happened. Uh, I, I do believe we need a conversation about hardening up the schools, as they say, uh, and making it more difficult for these kinds of things to happen. The, the 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 biggest problem with this kind of a crime, and I call them spree killings, is you can only do so much to protect against crazy. Most crimes, uh, if you think about it, there's, and I'm not I'm not justifying anybody committing a crime. But most crimes, even most murders, tend to have a reason, right? You know, you're 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 breaking into a place to steal stuff. There's a bunch of kids who broke into a store uh, in Los Angeles, and uh, they just filled up hefty bags full of crap and walked out. Uh, most murders and homicides that take place tend to have some kind of reason. The problem with crazy is you don't know what the reason is, and even though this guy had a lot of red flags around him, you still you still don't know. So I can understand hardening up the schools. I think it's a great idea, but you're never going to be able to. We, we we are we're communal people. I mean, we we are beings. We like to hang out. We do stuff uh, in large groups. Uh, there's all kinds of different situations where human beings are hanging out with each other that a crazy person, a, a psychopath could do a lot of damage if they felt like doing it. Thankfully, most of us can't conceive or understand that, and I, I consider that a blessing. I, I, I don't know why he did what he did specifically. I know he planned it. I know it was in the works for a while. It's not something he just did in a heartbeat because he felt like doing it. it you know, he, he obsessed on a plan, made it happen. And uh, maybe we need to figure out why we have so many folks who are getting to that place in today's society. I still submit to you that social media fame is a big draw. Social media notoriety, social media celebrity, even if you're dead like this guy, 
they know that once they commit this act that everybody's going to know who they are and they're going to go through their websites, they're going to read their stupid manifestos. And I've seen a lot of studies where that's exactly what they say. That's one of the biggest uh, reasons why people do these kinds of crimes. It's sick. All right, that's it for me. Uh, thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer. Mr. Don Morgan and my good brother Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.